Warning, this podcast may contain adult content or language. It also might contain content that could be seen from others as uncomfortable or upsetting due to personal reasons. If that is the case, then please proceed with caution or stop the video as we at the table are comfortable in most circumstances. This is a safety blanket meant for all individuals watching these episodes as it is unclear what story content will be displayed. Hope you enjoy the story. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double Time. (gasps) The new arc and (gasps) already tragedy-filled story. (laughs) You don't say. Tragedy. (laughs) The gasps are throwing me off. (laughs) (laughs) Before we go into what those tragedies are, I'm going to let you know if you're ever interested in any kind of fan-nominated tournaments that are related to tabletop RPGs. Check out, check out RPGLeague.com. Their landing page is that. Or you can check out their Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook to ascertain any kind of um, tournaments that are available to you in your local area. They are tons of fun. I've seen pictures of people who have won prizes from it as well as been given titles it looks like a lot of fun and i hope that they get some over to uh where i'm at so that way i can actually join in can always get some more tabletop rpg experience yes it'd be fun but now what happened last episode was they made it to loudwater Except that Loudwater had experienced an event. Everyone that was there was fleeing from the city and had been turned into statues of ash. Very brittle and very devoid of life. The fields were turned to ash and any living matter in the area had also died investigating the town a little bit they found that the entirety of it was almost in a perfect circle around the city centered in the center of the city and they decided to try to find anybody that's any survivors that were potentially from it and left to the city of lors lork 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 and they found, after another week of traveling, that there was refugees from Loudwater that had escaped, were not affected at the time, whether they were there or whether they weren't. They went in to the city to discuss with the commander of the in the barracks and found that they were held in a tent, or rather they were given a tent to live in, though they faced much prejudice from the rest of the locals here as they did not meet their standards of personage uh spotting a girl that was being harassed by two dwarven individuals a couple um jester had butted into the conversation threatened the dwarven man scared his um little legs out and spoke to the girl who then called herself uh introduced herself as divinine divinine and was brought to the rest of the individuals that were refugees finding the older sister herda and the 
fairly older gentleman, N, they discussed about what happened and that other than those that were there, Rask was an operative as far as uh, Jester has acclaimed from Waterdeep said that he was stationed in the city. Now they went out, decided to have a fancy dinner. Jester plans to pay for said dinner as well as pay for Divinine, Herda, and N to make a travel back to Waterdeep where they can actually survive in the way that they want rather than doing minor work here. They went out, got some nice clothes, and are now waiting at the tent for Rast to come back home as the sun has set and they are ready for dinner. Okay. I am prepared, I think. Okay. This is going to be a disaster. Hope you're ready. I got Dawn already. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay. Anna. Yes. You feel the familiar pull as you swap places with Jester. Uh, you are wearing his skin. Creepy. In a, in a nice suit. It is extremely hot. Oh. But as the sun goes down, it is getting slightly cooler. You are standing uh, near the tent with everybody. All seven people. So when is Rast going to be coming? Uh, well, he should be here uh, soon. It's about the time that he gets off work. Hmm. And what job did he have today? He has uh, found work as a guardsman. Hmm. He's had training in that field, he said. And so well, he wouldn't have any trouble finding a job. So he didn't, I guess. Well, we can quiet. talk about it at dinner. Yes. Uh, well, I hope he has fancy clothes. Otherwise, it's going to be quite upsetting. <laughs> this is true. Hmm. Maybe we should go buy some for him. Speaking of which, uh... Barst, Eris, and uh, Chalet, how much uh, money did you have left over? We gave them, what, 115? Uh, 115 to Chalet and Eris, and then 30 to Barst. 30 of that to Barst, so that would leave them with a... We have 25 gold pieces left. Oh, jeez. Way more expensive than my suit. Yeah, well, yes, it's, uh, this, this, uh, material they said was quite expensive. Well, would you mind if I took that back? I'm going to go buy a nice suit for, uh, for Rask. Oh, no, of course. It's our money, after all. All right, I'm going to take it. So, can you give me a brief description of, like, what Rask looks like? He, uh, well, he's built similar to that, uh, a tall gentleman over there. He points to uh, Barst. Barst, okay. He's uh, not quite that tall, though. He's, you know, maybe about your height. Okay. I'll get him something similar, then. Okay. Uh, We should be here 
when you come back. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna go buy him a suit then. Okay. Something pretty you go common. Back to, uh, yeah. You go back to where you bought. Uh, no, that's a terrible idea. Make an make an make an investigation check. All right. Uh, that is a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, yes, you find a nice, luxurious, top-of-the-line fashion store. It is, it is beautiful. As soon as you step inside, you're assaulted with, like, the fragrance of lilac. There is, like, uh, hanging green foliage coming down from planters in the ceiling. There's a water feature in the back corner. It is beautiful. Is my kind of place. A uh, a human woman comes out. She looks to be, eh, maybe early thirties. She has her uh, her rather uh, frizzled hair done up in like a uh, like a top bun. Wearing uh, fairly simple but very well crafted clothing. <laughs> ah, welcome. Hello. Hi. What can I do for you? Oh, I'm looking for a nice suit to go with my friend. We're going on a date tonight. Oh my, a date, you say? Yes. Um, we are in a very committed relationship, him and I. Make a deception check. Okay. I missed my dice tray because I'm an idiot. Deception check, you say? Yeah. That is a 13. 13. Okay. Oh my. You salacious thing, you. Oh, I mean, people say, look at those two guys. They're just best friends. It's the way it should be. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Is that not correct? Exactly. So I want to get him something nice. Well, we have many things that might appeal to him. You know him immeasurably, immeasurably better than I do. I will leave uh, his taste and fashion to you. I will be here to uh, help you with sizing, if you are unsure. And maybe we can find something that will work for him. Um, well, something in the bluish tone would do well. Hmm. Blue, you say. Do you prefer... No. Does he prefer a dark blue or a... More of a sky blue? More of a sky blue, I think. We're going to be looking in the night lights, so while I'll be more in the shadow, he'll his will definitely pop out more. You can see that her eyes light up with, uh, with images of fashion. Oh my, I have just the thing, I have just the thing. You stay right here, dear. And she goes back into like, the uh, the back storage room. Uh, after about a minute, she comes back out. She has this lovely uh, two-piece uh, suit. Nice uh, dark blue coat and pants. And a very crisp white shirt. Uh, looking at the size, does it look kind of like it would fit the description that was given to me? Uh, it looks like it could fit you. Might be a little bit baggy on you, but you aren't exactly muscular, so... That's true. That is immaculate. That is perfectly what I'm looking for. 
Oh, splendid, splendid. Now we are having a bit of a deal. Ooh, so I always love to save when can. If you buy this suit, I can give you half off on a pair of shoes that goes with this. Oh. Well, then I must just have a pair of shoes. Hmm. Now, with this dark blue tone of the suit, I would recommend going for a, a brown shoe. I brown agree. or a white shoe? Um, hmm. Let's go with white. I think that would fit very nicely with the sky blue. Oh my, you are absolutely correct, my dear. He grabs a pair of, like, white loafers from a, uh, from a display shelf. This guy's gonna look dapper. Now, is this everything I can get for you, dear? Absolutely. This is gonna be perfect, and his eyes are going to light up. Hmm. Now, don't tell anybody. But just because I like you, I'll give you a slight discount on top of everything else. Oh, no, that's so kind of you. Thank you so much. For all of this, it will run you, mm, let's say, 22 gold. I will gleefully hand her the 22 gold pieces. She takes it and smiles and hands you the suit and shoes. I will hold them out. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again. Have a wonderful night, and if you ever come back, please tell me how it went. Oh, I will, in great detail. Thank you very much. And I'm going to take them and leave. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Talking like a romantic is different. Wow, Anna, I didn't know I had I didn't know you had it in you. You usually do it, not me. I mean, I literally didn't know you had it in you, because I hardly know you. Fair enough. Bit of sad humor there for you. Well, I'm going to then go back to the group. Okay, so you make your way back. Uh, You don't get stopped or anything. People pay you a bit more mind now that you're dressed to the nines. When you were wearing your armor, they kind of just wrote you off, but now they stop. Some of the ladies stop and stare. Hmm. Some of the men do as well. You are a very handsome, kind of not really. No. You're a diseased man wearing fancy clothing. It's more like they give a brief look, and then they're like, oh, oh, oh no. (laughs) Some stop and stare, probably more out of grim curiosity than anything else. (laughs) Works out. But yes, you make your way back to the tent. Uh, When you return, you see everybody there, and there is another man that you have never seen before. Hmm. He is roughly about your height, maybe a bit taller. Has uh, very long, tousled black hair, like wavy. Uh, Has rather rather sharp features. Bit of a smaller nose. Uh, Blue eyes. And he looks like he has a fairly decent tan. Like he works outside most of the day. Hmm. Oh, you must be Rask. You must be that person I was told about. Mm-hmm. You are Anna Izith. I my my real name is Anna, but I like to go by Izith. 
Well, regardless of what your name is, it is a pleasure to, pleasure to meet you. And he holds out his hand to shake yours. Likewise, and I will shake his hand. That and is a I've... mighty fine suit you have there. Well, this suit is for you. Be prepared, we are going out onto a festive dinner. I was told we were doing a festive dinner, and she mm-hmm. looks over at, uh... <laughs> at whatever the fuck her name is, goddammit. Divinity. Yes. And she kind of shyly smiles, and he's like, I don't do fancy dinners, but just this one time I will. Someone talked me into it. Well, I'm going to give it like a curious eye over at Divinine. You can see that she's smiling and slightly blushing. It'll he be looks fun. to be about 23-ish. Mm. God, I don't even know how old we are. Uh, less than one. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, yeah, I guess. <laughs> In the mindset, <laughs> Jester's like a century old. <laughs> Funny. Um, hmm. Well, I will get changed then, I suppose. Good. He takes the suit and shoes from you. Good. Mine, and my color as well. Beautiful. Yes. We're also going to have a little bit to discuss about at dinner. He shoots you a curious glance, but walks into the tent. Well, that is one beautiful suit that you got him. I feel underdressed now, and Barst looks kind of upset. Maybe I should have gotten a suit too. (laughs) Barst, it fits you though. It fits well with your demeanor and posture. You'll look great. If you take the bl- the bl- the duster off and wrap it onto the chair that you're sitting in, and you'll be sitting with a red undershirt, you'll look just as dressed as the rest of us. No, you're right. Oh, and it's nice to talk to you again, by the way. Anna. Mm. Yes. Jester had spent quite a long time fiddling with our bag of belongings. Is that a metaphor for something? Don't tell me. I don't want to no. know. It- it nope. is a literal term. Nope, we're dropping the conversation. <laughs> Do not want to know. <sighs> After a couple minutes, uh, Rask steps back out. He looks looks very good. Yeah. Oh, well, glad it fits. Yes. I look I look amazing. Let's not lie. We all look really fucking good. We, we all look fantastic, like we belong in the city, except not with the mindset of the city. Yes, uh, the more time we spend here, the more I realize that these people are all really, really morally bankrupt. Yeah, they, they're really self-engrossed in themselves. It is really disgusting. Yeah. We mainly only came here to try to find something about Loudwater, and that's why I wanted to talk to you. So, at some point, well, we'll we go and talk a... in... Uh, We'll go talk in private at some point. Yes, that works for me. Okay. Now, where are we going for dinner? Well, you all have been here for at least a day longer than us, so... We haven't even been here for more than a day. Do you know of any places that are very well-renowned and popular? Uh, well... There is one that comes to mind, but it's highly expensive. Very elite. 
Well, I think that this is a once-in-a-lifetime type of chance. So why don't we go and enjoy that, then? Uh, if you're paying, I have no complaints. I, I am more than willing to. You can see that he smiles uh, more because he's getting free stuff more than because he's happy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, a free meal at a fancy restaurant's always nice. It's 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 really good. Let's not lie. So yes, uh, he leads the way, Mister Rask. You follow him into the. Hello. Yep, I'm still here. Oh, hello. You follow him into the very very illustrious section of the city towards the uh, the mountainside up towards where the the, the, the millionaires live and Ooh. such wow up here the buildings are very uh, sparse very very far apart and there are large beautifully paved streets fountains flowers trees it is it is stunning you walk down this uh, long road lit by candlelight as it is now getting dark, as the sun is now behind the mountains. No, behind the wall, because it sets in the... Yes. <laughs> yes. It's behind the wall. It's obscured. You can see the final rays of the day uh, in the far distance shooting over the wall, giving a nice uh, effect to the sky. As you walk this nicely paved street, you come up to a very large stone and glass tower structure. The it, the central uh, spire is made of stone, but the entirety of the outside is made of glass and what looks to be like metal rivets to hold it all in place. You can see there is about five or six floors to this place, and all of them are lined with very uh, beautiful tables and chairs. The ones at the higher at the, at the higher levels have like long banquet halls, almost, with nice tablecloths, nice white tablecloths. It looks amazing. The outside of the building is also also under the constant flow of water, like a large fountain, to kind of obscure the inside slightly hmm. and there are large trees large uh, almost tropical trees jeez oh, this feels like uh, around the outside feels like a safe haven in like a desert like a what are, what are they called again the, uh, the one that people mistake for mirages all the time uh, well they do call this place the mirage wow I, I know it's not very clever is it no it's it fits the aesthetic it was the best thing to come to mind. Oh. Well, let, let's head in then. I'm excited to sit down and have a delicious meal. As you approach the front door, you can see that there is like a... Uh, what do they call it? Like an awning? Is that correct? Yeah. Or like a framework that parts the water to the water. The water doesn't fall in front of the door. It kind of goes around it. Oh, um, well, other Kinda. I, I know what you're talking about, don't worry. Yes. The water from the top of the building runs down into like a large, uh, about a foot deep pool that kind of surrounds the building. Uh, the path to the door is made of the same stone brick, and it sits just above the water surface. 
and there is a man wearing black pants and a white shirt standing at the door. Oh, welcome, welcome to the Mirage. Are all of you together? Yes, one table. Oh, please. splendid, splendid. Uh, he opens up the door. Please step inside, someone will be with you momentarily. Alright. Well, I will step in along with everyone. Everybody steps in. Uh, Barst is looking slightly out of place and trying not to be awkward, but it's only making him look more awkward. I, uh, I don't do high society very well. That's okay. Just, um, maybe take off your, maybe take off your duster and hold it like this. And I'm gonna, like, symbolize, like, draping a piece of cloth around my cupped arm. He shakes himself out of his duster because it's, it looks, uh, deceptively loose when in fact it is rather kind of tight. Help me. I can't take it off. <laughs> I'm gonna help him take off the duster. Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> I will cherish this. No, I'm just kidding. I won't at all. Let's never talk of this again. And he folds it up and holds it over his arm. Okay. Uh, you wait for about, like, maybe 30 seconds after you take off his coat and this, uh, this very chipper, uh, younger human woman comes around the corner. She is wearing similar attire to what the man outside wore, but she has a, uh, like a loose coat over her, over her outfit, uh, in like a, like a nice white. Hmm. Ah, hello, hello. Hello. It must be the table of eight that I was told about. Yes. Splendid. Yes, we have just the thing for you at the very top. Oh, the very top. Well, every other table on the lower floors is booked, and we decided, why not? We have no reservations for tonight, so we decided to put you up there as a little treat on the house. Well, thank you. Not a problem at all. Now, please, follow me. Following. So the eight of you follow her up this uh, central staircase, central spiral staircase. Uh, the staircase has little divots, I guess you could call them, on either side of the stair. Water runs down all the way to the bottom. Okay. More like a more like a trench, a canal, I guess, but not very deep. Once you reach the top, you are greeted to a beautiful sight. There is fountains everywhere. There are vines and uh, sweet-smelling flowers hanging from the ceiling and planted along the, uh, the outside wall of the building. Uh, as you look outside, you can see the water rushing down, kind of uh, slightly obscuring the outside world. Okay. It, uh, the sun that shoots into the room is refracted by the water and it gives a nice warm glow to the area and it, surprisingly it's not very hot up here there is one large uh, table meant for sitting ten with a long white uh, table runner across it and it also has the the usuals as I say the usuals I mean like high end wine glasses and a nice cup Silver plates, silver utensils. It is, it is stunning. Oh, it's been 
nearly forever since we've seen some, it's I don't think we've seen a table like this before. I don't think we have ever. No. Uh, this is my tearing up right now. This I am is so excited for this food. Chalet kind of bounds up to you and you can see she's literally vibrating from uh, from excitement. This is amazing. This looks so good. He individually pulls up the seats or the chairs for you all. There are, it's a rather low table. Uh, you don't sit on the floor, but it's not very high. Maybe about two and a half feet off the ground. Oh, okay. She pulls up the, the chairs for you and then she helps you all sit and she pushes the chair in for you. Oh, well, thank you. I will be back with menus momentarily. Is there anything you would like to drink? Water for me, please. Water? She takes everybody else's order. Okay, thank God. Okay, I will be back shortly. Please make yourself comfortable. As she heads towards the stairs, she claps her hands twice, and a nice, uh, nice somber yet exquisitely beautiful melody begins to play from an unknown source. This is insane. Rask, you have I've never chosen been inside. well. This is incredible. excited now. Only just now? Well. You are hard to please. I mean, I was impressed before, and now I'm blown away. Well, I'm excited for the food then. We'll talk about uh, what we need to talk about after dinner. Absolutely. There's no rush. No rush. Don't want to spoil everything before it happens. Oh, so... What do you think of this city other than its horrible residence? I think it's very well protected. To inform you, Rask, me and my colleagues here were pushed to do the same mission that you were. He knits his fingers and leans forward on the table. Lean into. Same mission, you say. Mm-hmm. From, uh, the port city. Make two checks for me. Make an insight check and a persuasion check. Okay. Insight is, um, I believe that is a plus five insight, right? Yes, so insight is a 21. Okay. And then persuasion is a 14. 14. Uh, you can see that he is he's not nervous, he is interested in what you have to say, but he doesn't seem to be phased by it. Um, with your persuasion roll, he kind of relaxes slightly. Still a little bit guarded. Well, from the port city, you say. From Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. Behind the door that opens after three knocks. He nods. Well, I don't know why they decided to send any more of you, but I'm glad they did. Yeah, based off the circumstances, it was lucky that we were there when we came. Just be lucky, just be happy you weren't there a few days earlier, or a week earlier, rather. I've lost track of time. Well, we'll figure that out and discuss about it later. 
for now. We're here to raise our morale and lighten the mood. Yes, that is why we are here. <sighs> Lean back, wait for them to bring the menus. The woman comes back upstairs. She has a uh, another staff member with her. A uh, slightly older looking uh, woman. She has uh, dark chestnut colored hair. Uh, she's more shy than the woman who brought you up here. But she still smiles and says hello and stuff. They hand out the menus and they give everybody their drink of choice. Is there anything else I could get you before you take a look at the menu? Um, no, I should be fine. Wonderful. I will be back shortly to check on you. Her and the other woman leave. Alright. I will take a perusal around the menu, looking for... The menu is relatively small. You have uh, two choices for each option. Or two choices for each step, mm-hmm. I guess. Because it's a fancy meal, you get multiple. Yes. Yes. Uh, for a starter, you can either have a nice fresh salad or a soup. For. Wait. Yes. I'm trying to think. I'm tired, and it's been a long time since I've been fancy. I'm trying to eat like a five course meal? Is that what you're thinking of? Yes. Um, usually it is... Appetizer, super salad, main course. Um, I don't think the main course is the second meal. Uh, five course meal. I am pretty sure it is a... Includes a soup, an appetizer, a salad, then a main course, and then dessert. I see. Okay. Oh, for your soup choices, you have a nice corn chowder or a chicken soup. For an appetizer, what the fuck would they eat in the mountain? <laughs> oh, I just slammed my head against my fucking book. <laughs> Very good. Lean my head back right into the corner of the book. Yes, you have quite... The, I'm just going to leave it at that. You have quite the selection of food. Yes. <laughs> I don't care enough to come up with all of this. Yeah, don't come up with ten fucking things. I don't want to spend an hour trying to decide. I could. I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> at least it's not a six-course meal that has an amuse-bouche in it. Oh, my. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yes. So, eventually she comes back, takes your order. And you sit and talk. Is there any information that you would like to try to glean from somebody? In in particular? Or just, um, would you like to settle for general knowledge? Um... From anyone at the table, or just like this? Like the from waiters? anyone at the table. Anyone at the table. I suppose the waitresses <clears throat> too. Wait, wait, waitresses and waiters, if you so desired. I don't know. Yeah. I was yeah no unless anything kind of stood out as odd to me I wouldn't have tried to like glean anything from them. Other than the whole fine dining thing, and as a whole, they don't really seem to strike you as hiding something or up to no good. Okay, yeah, then I wouldn't have tried to glean or glean anything from them. Okay. Um. So Rask, 
after I've just finished taking a sip of my water. Yes. I wanted to ask you, since you were at the time, I'm going to lean in kind of close that way I'm just talking ear to ear with him. So what, you were there for at least a few days. What happened exactly? Did you see what was happening? Like, if you weren't there when it happened, was there any, like, strange events that were leading up to it? Oh, no, I was there for it. And you can see he has, uh, he's right-hand dominant, so he has his cup on his right side. And he has his left hand uh, on the table. And as he says that, you can see his hand curls into a fist, and he shakily picks up his uh, wine glass and takes a long sip. Yeah, it was, uh, it was real bad. I, uh, I don't know what happened. I didn't see anybody doing anything crazy. Suddenly this, this black cloud rolled in, blocked out the sun. It was almost like night. But outside the, uh, the cloud, it was daylight. They, uh, the cloud began to roil and rumble. Uh, these, these bolts of black lightning shot down from the sky, turned fucking the land into sand and ash wherever the bolts hit turned to glass I I grabbed as many people as I could and then we ran I I don't know I don't know what happened after that so the lightning what was what was what was doing it I I, I think so unless there was something else going on that is abs- absurd I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, I've never seen it. Mm. But as quickly as it came, it left afterward. I I don't know. Did it go in a certain direction, or did it just kind of dissipate? Just sat over the town, and then once whatever happened happened, it just disappeared. The clouds just quickly vanished from the sky, and everything was fine. That is weird. My concern is that probably more than just the lightning causing it because there were people inside of homes that were also turned into similar stature I don't think lightning is what caused them to also turn into them gonna make an arcana check for uh, our boy I uh I don't know but wherever those bolts hit it was almost like somebody pulled the plug on a drain and you could see the life leaving the grass as it was pulled towards with bolts hit. I, I don't know. Would I know of any kind of ritualistic magic that might do this? Make an arcana check with disadvantage. Okay. Oh, that's that's okay. Oh, that one was a little bit worse. Um, that is a seventeen. Mm, ritualistic magics, probably not. You do know a couple spells that can pull off similar life-draining effects, like Blight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he's describing it, it almost sounds like where the bolts hit almost seems to cast some powerful form of Blight that drains the life from everything around it rather than from a target. Something like that comes again, then 
you'll know to immediately run. My concern is what that cloud was. Where did it come from? And why was it there? Why choose Loudwater, not a much larger city? Might have been a test. I don't know. Doing something like that in a city requires a lot of planning. A lot more planning. This is true. Gotta be a lot sneakier, too. We didn't really have any uh, guards in Loudwater. It was more of just the local militia. Mm-hmm. They aren't trained to deal with this kind of stuff. No one is. No. Well. It's good that you got out. I'm glad that you could relay whatever little information you could to me. Did anyone seem out of place during it? Mm, No. Everybody seemed fine. Didn't recognize any unfamiliar faces. I wasn't quite familiar with most of them either. Hadn't been there that long. I'm gonna open the, that kind of talk to the rest of the table. I'm sorry to spoil something as delicious and amazing as this is, but I am here to try to help resolve what happened at Loudwater. So, Divinine, Herda, and N, did anything stand out to you in the coming days before the event happened? Anyone that seemed out of place, new faces? N kind of mumbles to himself a little bit. Uh, not really. There, we don't normally get too many visitors out this way, so. None that I saw. If they were there, they didn't spend too much time in town. Hmm. Okay. Then, based off of that, I'm drawing to the conclusion that there are two possibilities. Either what was casted upon your city and home they did outside of the town. They didn't do it inside, which means that it would take longer to travel, to send the energy. It take, it's a longer process based off of how I understand ritual magic. Other than that, I don't know what kind of magic would do this apart from potentially a creature. If the cloud was a creature in of itself, then that would answer a few other questions of what happened, where it came from, and why it targeted a smaller city. But if no one was there that stood out and no other events happened before this, then it'll be very hard to catch whoever did this. Everybody kind of grows quiet in the... the the only sound in the room is coming from the uh, the music. <sighs> Burst kind of pipes up. Well, uh, at least we got these people out, or you did, anyway. I know it's not ideal, but they uh, they can start over, make a make a living for themselves, and hopefully 
the rest of us can figure out what happened before it happens again. I agree. I think after after traveling, we'll probably actually follow you for some time. We might investigate the town that's to the east of, or the to the west of um, Loudwater. Maybe someone also escaped there that might know something. Rask kind of kind of pulls at the tablecloth a little bit. I'm hoping my team made it out. I didn't see where they went in the in the confusion, but I hope to God they made it out. I didn't see anyone that seemed to be prepared for an adventure or anything. The uh that that one that one dude, the uh the elf. I think his name was Linway. I don't remember. Didn't get to know him very well. He had a uh what was it? Some kind of jewelry. Some kind of chain, he said. Got it from his mother. I'm gonna look over at Barst. He looks down at the table and does not look back up. Well. Regardless, you should definitely accompany them. They're gonna be going back home to Waterdeep and starting up a new life. And we will resolve the circumstance here. Hope you do. I'm, uh, think I'm gonna retire from this. Retiring at the age of 23 is something that you deserve from what has occurred. So I would rather live a nice life being a fisherman or sailing somewhere. I, I've had enough. Sailing has its fun. I look over at Barst as we have crashed the ship into the, into two different places. Uh, Barst's eyes get really wide and he looks down at the table again. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's finish our food, enjoy our evening, and then we'll accompany you for ways until we go our separate ways. You'll probably go across the forest path to make it back to Waterdeep. In total, it'll take you probably about up, up around 30 days. Oh, it's quite the trek, but it's not nothing we can't handle. No, it'll be fun. It'll be nice, and it's a very calming road. <laughs> so, you continue eating your meal. Mm-hmm. Um, as the main course rolls around, uh, the, the two serving women bring your uh, food up. They only bring two plates at a time, each, so they give food to half of you, and they head back downstairs. Make a perception check. Alright. Uh, 18. After a certain amount of time, uh, you, Barst, and uh, Rask kind of begin to look around. They didn't come back with the other people's foods. Looking outside, because we're in like a basically a, a glass dome, right? Uh, kind of like a glass pyramid, kind of. Okay. Uh, and we can like see bits and pieces of the city. Does everything look fine outside? 
Yeah, city looks fine. Uh, you can't really make out the fine detail because of the water, but everything looks okay. I don't want to start eating without everyone having their food, so I'm going to go check real quick. Burst gets up. I'll come with you. Yeah, thank you. Maybe get some fresh air on the way out. Go that would kind be, of a that would be ideal. Concerned look. I'm going to head downstairs. Okay. Uh, as you give that concerned look, uh, Rask kind of gives you a nod, and he uh, sits up in more of an alert position. He keeps an eye on everybody else. Good. So you and Barst head down. Uh, you head to the the next floor. Everything looks fine. There is a couple tables full. Uh, you can see that they're all eating. Everything's fine there. Do any of them kind of stand out, or do they look just like uh, normal? There is an older Dorvan couple there. Oh, no. uh, they appear to be like they're on... They're out for like a like an anniversary or something. You don't recognize either of them. Okay, good. Uh, there's a couple uh, younger couples, younger human couples. None of them pay you any mind. Okay. Nothing As you head down further, uh, on your way up, the uh, you walked by the kitchen's doors, which are in between the the six floors, so they're nestled in between. For easy access for up top and bottom. Uh, make a perception check. That one wasn't good. Three. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you make your way past the kitchen. Everything looks fine. Oh, no. Uh, you make your way to the next floor. And as you look into the room, you can see that all the people who were there when you came in all had their throats cut and they're all face down in their food just, just I was actually just kind of breaking it up I didn't I wouldn't as Anna in search of whether or not the food was ready probably would have stopped at the kitchen but this is fine uh, okay um um that's uh we need to get back upstairs yep. we need to grab everyone we need to leave uh as we're going up, I'm going to open the door to the kitchen. Just okay. like, I'm going to push you, it open. As you open the door to the kitchen, you can see that all the cooking staff is also dead. Some of them have, like, uh, cleavers and stuff buried into their faces and stuff like that. All brutally murdered. It what almost looks like they didn't have a chance sound? to fight back. What the hell happened? Um, I, I don't know. We have to get going. I'm going to, from the back of holding, I'm going to fucking put on a shield. You pull out our shield. Our actual shield. Go rid of that pot lid. Yeah, we actually have a genuine shield. Uh, um... Okay, this is bad. This yes. is really bad. This is very fucking bad. Burst conjures his sword and takes off up the stairs. You go grab them. I'm gonna, um... I'm gonna grab... Did any of the... Does any of the, um... Chefs look like they might have, like, tried to fight back? Like, ran? Uh, a couple of them look like they tried to at least fight back. Like, you can see a couple of them have, like, deep cuts on their arms and stuff. On but, one of them, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up to him and cast Speak with the Dead. Okay. What's the casting time on that? Or is there one, one action? One action. Okay. Yes. You can ask him three questions, and he has to answer the best of his ability. Uh, it's five questions. Five, and he can lie to you, but he has no reason to. He doesn't know you. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Five questions. Go for it. What happened to you? <sighs> Who did this? They came. 
I don't know who they were. What did they look like? Humans. Nondescript black robes. Did they say they were going to do anything? No. Did they... Alright, and I'm gonna... Where did they go after? Up the stairs. I'm gonna drop him, and I'm just gonna run up the stairs. Okay. His dead as body I'm, just as I'm going over. up... What was that? His dead body just slumps over on the floor again. It lasts for ten minutes, so he might actually still be alive for however long this lasts. He's I'm just going, sitting there. <laughs> I'm going to... Um, as I'm running up the stairs, those fucking people that were at the tables, I'm going to... Um, I'm just going to cast uh, on myself. Um, oh, I don't have I don't have one of those spells. Okay, I'm just going to cast Sanctuary on myself then. Sanctuary? That does what? Because they all sound the same. Um, sanctuary is when they make an attack roll against me, they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, is this advantage? Yes. Yeah. No, if they fail, they don't attack. Oh, okay. They, they have, have okay. the, tar- the wisdom have the target. Yes. Yeah, they have to target someone else that's five feet from me, or they don't make their attack. I would have okay. casted um, Shield of Faith, but I don't have that prepared. Very good, very good. Yes. So right now our AC is still only 15. As you start going up the stairs, you can hear Barst upstairs yell, Fuck, gotta hurry up! Uh, are the people that are on that floor gone? They are also dead. They're dead? Like, oh. immediately dead. Oh my god, okay. Uh, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sprint up the stairs then. Okay, you get upstairs. You can see, uh, uh, Rask has all of the uh, the people from Loudwater behind him, and he's pushed them into one of the corners, and he has uh, like just like a steak knife in his hand because he doesn't have his weapons on him. Uh, Chalet and Eris are uh, kind of in between. Rask and the assailants, who we'll get to in a moment. Uh, Chalet has grabbed, like, the leg of a chair and is trying to use it like a club. And Eris has her book on her. Barst has his sword, and he is standing at the top of the stairs. There are, uh, six people who are, who you are unfamiliar with, who are wearing black robes. Some of them have blood splattered on their faces. Uh, four of them are wearing simple black robes. Uh, they like to be wielding knives. One of them has a scimitar in one hand and a dagger in the other. He looks incredibly uh, well-built. Very, very strong. And there is another person wearing a black robe, but this one looks to be uh, significantly better designed. It's very, very ornate. There doesn't appear to be any uh, insignias or anything marking who they might be. Okay. Um, just for general relevance of how, how expansive this room is, how how clumped together are these six, and how wide would you say this room is? The room... Well, the building is pretty fucking big. Top floor would probably be about 75 feet by 75 feet. Okay. They are... 
from farthest to farthest, probably about 50-ish feet apart, but they're all kind of clumped together in the center. Okay. Would you say they're, like, within a 10-foot radius of each other? Uh, three of them are. I know exactly what you're trying to do here, sir. Okay. I mean, it's a different spell than what you're thinking of. Is it really? Confusion? Oh, yes. Confusion. Go it's not Dawn, because Dawn would fucking light up this entire room. <laughs> uh, the big, strong-looking dude is next to two of the, the little people in robes, and they are the three that you could hit. Okay. Uh, uh, before well, that, roll initiative. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, gotta roll initiative first. Everybody roll initiative. Everybody roll initiative. Hey, that is fan-fucking-tastic. Our dex is plus two, yeah? That is yep. a 21. Damn, guess what? I'm not going first. No, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to then, as I fly up, I'm going to cast Confusion. Confusion, that is a wisdom saving throw? They must make a... Wisdom saving throw, yes. DC is, at this point, 3 plus 4, 15. 15. We roll the 3... Uh, lowest one is a 12 plus 4 or 16. They all pass. Okay. So you throw your hand up and this cascade of multicolored lights fills this small area. You can see some of them kind of like hold their eyes and the big dude just kind of laughs at you and says, (laughs) you're gonna die. Alright, well that's, uh, that's what I got. Can't really do anything the person in the fancy robes. Let me, uh... I can't. Uh, I yes, there it is, yes. He turns to face you and Barst. Holds out both his hands, and you can see this... this... this ice begin to form in his palms, and then fall to the floor, turning into, like, uh, vapor. And he shoots this cone at you. A oh cone god. cold. Oh god. You are really trying to kill us. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Holy shite. That is a dex save, or is it a con save? Uh, constitution save. Uh, six. <laughs> Would you believe that's a fail? Um, yes, I would believe I was fucked to begin with, but we don't have any modifier for a con save. First pass, that is a lot of damage. Good, yeah, Cone of Cold, I think it's like, what, 88? 88. Yeah. Well, that's not the best roll. And if only... Yeah, okay. I, I was pretty sure Sanctuary was gone once I casted uh, um, Confusion because I made I made an effect that they had that affected them. So that is thirty-two damage, thirty-two cold damage. first attack. They still got more. They still got more coming. (laughs) You are pathetic. 
and he uh, he backs up away from the others as to not allow for area of effect specials. <laughs> um, do I have a brief moment to shout at the other ones? Yep. Get down the stairs. They uh they all nod at you. And they will take an action on their turn. Barst with his long sword, great sword. Yes. Barst, I recommend staying semi far away from at the end. Got it. I will hit the big one. He runs up to him, makes two attacks. Uh, I do believe both miss. Oh god. First attack, the man parries with ease. Second attack, uh, ricochets off of his armor. Gotta try better than that, boy. Uh, he in turn oh. will take... Hmm? Nope, nothing. I'm just pretty sure I figured out what what creature this is. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, pretty sure you found a mage. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I don't know anything else. I just I just saw the cone of gold. <laughs> the the big man makes three attacks against Burst. Two with a scimitar, one with his dagger. Uh both scimitar attacks miss. Burst easily parries them out of the way. Dagger will hit. But uh, not for a whole lot though. For well, that's minimum damage. <laughs> Good job, Burst. Uh, he takes four points of piercing damage. He gets so stabbed Barst, right under the ribs. Is Barst now in the middle of the room, or is he just attacking uh, the closest no, one? No, he is maybe about ten-ish feet ahead of you. Okay. Just want to make sure you, because I, I got a plan. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to destroy Barst in the meantime. Though it's, it's looking like I might have to. So is a cleric, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Or, no, she's a paladin. she a paladin? I thought she was. Maybe she's okay. a cleric. No, she's um she's a uh, war domain cleric. That's right. She will cast a second level guiding bolt at one of the little squishy people. Good. Fucking obliterate. Obliterate. Obliterate Exorius. Uh, that's... yes. Well, that's a crit. Nice. That's 8d6. Second level guiding bolt. Guiding bolt. Uh, ten d six. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yes. Okay. 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 Well, that was uh. Seven of those were uh sixes. Oh, that guy is dead. <laughs> um. Yeah. Jesus. With, like, a battle cry, she just lets out this blinding bolt of light, strikes the guy right in the chest, and he just disappears. He's just gone. There's not even Ash left. He's just, just he's gone. Man, he Permanent. Into, he just looks like, uh, oh god, Krishnoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The ones who are alive, the little people, will, uh, Two of them will go after Chalet, one will run up to you. Prepare to get stabbed by this dinky dagger. Uh, I think 19 will hit us. Uh, yes, it will. 
if we had armor on, it wouldn't. This is gonna do a lot of damage. Oh no. Get ready. Here we go. Seven <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> I heard the single D4 fall. <laughs> that still fucking hurts. Not doing too well. The other two miss entirely. On Eris' turn, she will attempt to put the two people attacking Chalet to sleep. Not good, that'll actually help. Sleep. That is 5d8. Yes. At first level. She's casting it at first. She's pacing herself. No, that's fair. Uh, yeah, they go to sleep. <laughs> they, yeah, they just kind of pass out on the floor on top of each other. Beautiful. On uh, Rask's turn. Well, they all have one communal turn, because they were going to be a non-factor in this fight. They all make their way to the door, and they all take the dash action, and they make it past you just down the stairs. They were five feet behind you. Five feet behind me? All right, good. It's your turn. All right, now a question for you. Encompassing everyone, trying to leave out Chalet, would it be possible to try to leave... <laughs> Would it be possible to try to leave Chalet and Barst out of a 30-foot radius sphere if I wanted to try to hit everyone? Yes. You could hit the the two knocked-out guys and the big dude. Uh, the mage would be without uh, outside of range and the guy who's right beside you. The guy would be out of a 60-foot diameter sphere? Oh, 60-foot? Because it, it's it 30 be... foot radius. So. Oh, yes. Then you'd have to hit either Chalet or Barst. You couldn't not hit both. Okay. I tried to give Barst a warning. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit everyone, and that includes Barst. Okay. Cause um this the friendly fire aspect will do fine. I think he'll be fine. He's a good guy. He'll be fine. He's a big bulky <laughs> guy. He'll be fine. Oh. I'm going to from my hip, touch the sunburst necklace. Also, uh, gotta maintain control here. Yes. That is a natural twenty. That is a two. Okay. So five more minutes. Roll the roller. All right. I'm gonna place my hand on the sunburst pendant. Slide okay. it up into my palm. Uh, place it just into the crest of my palm, plant a hand on it, and then I'm going to cast Dawn, putting my hands out into like a T-pose formation, just shout, praise the sun! <laughs> Shoot down a beam of Dawn. You hear the mage yell, I don't like the sun, and then I cast the fourth level counter spell. Oh, okay, so they have to yes, make all a... for it. 12 plus yes. the spells level? Um, it's 10 plus, it's 10 plus the spells level. Against their spellcasting modifier check, I think. That is 13. 13 does not succeed. Well, dawn goes off. You hit everybody except for Shalei and Eris. Yeah, yes. So they make ha they must make a constitution saving throw. Something that I'm sure mages are not very good at. Well, the mage rolled a nap 20. Okay, well that's fine. He'll still take half damage. Yep. 
uh, Barst failed, the big guy passed, and... Barst failed? Yep. Before. Damn it, uh, and then both the little dudes fail. Does that crit them because they're asleep? Uh, I don't think so. I think it has to be a melee attack when, to okay. crit when they're unconscious. Well, roll your damage. Uh, does it hit the other two as well? Because isn't there six people in here? The two were passed out. Barst. Two were passed out. The, the one that's mage, in front of me. The big guy and the guy in front of you. The guy in front of you passes. Okay, so they'll still take half damage. 4d10. Miss the dice tracks. I'm an idiot. Right, 7, 17, 27, 30 points of radiant damage. Those that save take half. Okay, all the little shits are dead. <laughs> Fantastic. They were very weak. I gathered as much. 15, you said, for half? 15 for half, yes. And it remains in that area. Burst is fucking just about dead. He's, like, hardly standing up. I told him to get out of the way. Sorry, <laughs> Barst. Barst, you, Barst you can leave now. Uh, Flee down the turn. stairs. Um, I don't think I have anything I can do for a bonus action. No, because I can't cast a bonus action spell that costs a spell slot. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Alright. Uh, yeah, all the little shits get incinerated and they just burn in holy light. They're all dead. Burst is fucked. The big guy oh, uh, looks can okay. I, can I actually just take a, a potion of minor healing? Go for it. Alright. So, 2d4. 3... Four, seven, plus two, nine. Nine points of healing. Nice. Alright, I'll fucking put us in a nice place. Alright. Continue. The mage, looking frazzled under this holy light, is gonna cast a big ol' fireball at you. Hit you and burst, because his friend is dead. Oh no. Hope you're ready. Hope you're ready. Mages. Oh. Here we go! Fourth yeah, level yeah. fireball. That's dexterity saving throw from you, please. Okay. Burst died. Oh, <laughs> He's fucking <bars>. done. <laughs> Damn it. Um, that's good. That is a 21. 21 will pass. You take half damage. So it's 96, right? Yep. Six, twelve, fifteen, nineteen. 15, 19. Mm, that's not good for you. Uh -oh. Uh, well, Burst takes 44 points of fire damage. He's, he's down. And I, I take 22? Yep. I am not doing well. That is a concentration check on your part. Uh, yes. DC is 11. So, 50-50 shot. Because we got plus one for a concert. Shut up! <laughs> 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 gotta make my con save first. 
Um, that is a 13. 13 will pass. Look at you. The Ooh. mage will spend his movement to get out of the dawn. Okay, so does he have to get, like, to the steps, basically? If this he kind of just he tucks himself up against the far wall. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, fine. Just you outside can, of the range. You can go ahead and stay there. I'm going to try to maintain concentration as well. So okay. I have I have disadvantage, right? Yep. Okay. That was a 19. That one's the second 19. Second 19. I rolled an 18. Have fun. Oh, well, um, yeah, I guess I don't necessarily want to be here. <laughs> um, okay, well, on my turn, I'll plan something else. Okay. Let me mark off all the dead people. <laughs> how's, uh, the, uh, how's the mage doing? Is he doing all right? He looks okay. Alright. First turn. Death saving throw. Passed. Hardly. Passed. Alright. 1 to 10 is a fail? Uh, no. Uh, 10 and above is a success. It is slightly in your favor. Okay, he hardly passed. Oh, he got a 10? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs> Which is also good, because at the end of his turn, he would have taken another 4d10 damage. So he would get one death fail. <laughs> Still will. Isn't it automatic 2 if you get hit? No, it, that's if it's a crit, which only happens when you're incapacitated from a melee weapon up close. I see. Well, in that case, the bandit guy will attack him. <laughs> no, he will attack you. I like oh. yours. Oh, no. He runs up to you. Three attacks. Oh, no. Holy fuck. Uh, both scimitar attacks will hit. Dagger's a crit. Okay, well, I'm fucking... I'm down. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Let me, uh, um, let me see. You might survive. How much you have? I have five health. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, you're down. Yeah. I had to roll. I like rolling dice, okay? Three dice would have knocked me unconscious by themselves. You didn't even have to add the His modifier. modifier would put you up by himself. Yeah. You're down. Dawn falls. Uh, yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, Chalet will run up to you. Do a third level cure wounds. That's 3d8. I can't find my d8 in the pile. That is 12 HP you get back. No problem, no problem. Now get off the fucking floor. I'm still on the floor, but you know. Eris will cast a. Hmm. Hmm. What is Eris? She's an illusion wizard, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know if that's going to be applicable for anything here at the moment, but... Yeah, let's put an illusion of us being dead on the floor. You guys won! You, <laughs> Just leave us be! Congratulations. She's going to attempt to cast Hold Person on the mage. Hmm. Hmm. Wisdom saving throw. That is a pass. Damn it. Alright. Your turn. You have this big, hulking dude right in front of you. Wearing right. thick armor, scimitar and dagger in hand. You're gonna die. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call upon Jester to oh hand me 
as much information about his domain as possible, the trickery domain. I wanna I wanna use his um, duplicate self feature. By our powers combined, and then stepping out from behind you is a duplicate of you. Fantastic. I'm gonna have the duplicate run up to the unconscious um, Barst, and I'm going to cast a fourth level Cure Wounds on him through the clone. Let me take a look at something first. I would have been able to put it down in a place directly next to him as well, if that's what you're concerned about. Uh, no, I think it would be an action to invoke it this time. Oh shit, you're right. Would I have known that? Uh, mm, yes, the the knowledge that Jester imparts on you would have informed you that it would have cost you an action. Oh, then fuck. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not happening. Okay, what I'm gonna do then is... Am I within range of the mage? Of like uh, 60 feet? Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to cast uh, a third level hold person on the big guy and the mage. Okay. Uh, he will use a third level slot to counterspell. <sighs> then it's gone. He is. He has quite a few slots. I'm going to start using bigger spells. Get ready. Um. So then I can't cast a spell. That's a normal. For, that's a normal level either. Can I? Uh, no. Because it was counterspelled. Nope. Fuck. Um. Man, we don't have any bonus action stuff, do we? This nope. is unfortunate. You still have your movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that dude's right next to me. Yes. I'm going to... Okay. Can I redact... No, because I used the information before. Never mind. Not not important anymore. Um... Then I'm gonna... I'm gonna take the risk and run downstairs. Okay. That will invoke an opportunity attack. Yes. Will a 9 hit you? No. Okay, good. Yep. Guy misses. You take off down the stairs. Okay. Um, the timer would have gone off. I forgot to hit it by this point. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to release my control over the person. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> have fun, Jester. Yes. Any insight on who this other big dude is? Uh, bandit captain. That's what I figured. All the little dudes were cultists. They all yep. instantaneously died. <laughs> yeah, I gathered that. I've gathered that much. He has three attacks? For yep. fuck's sake. Yup. God. Ugh. Alright. Then... <clears throat> Alright, so let me set my timer. <clears throat> so, Jester. Mm -hmm. As Anna is running down the stairs, she just shouts, I'm sorry! And then you flip-flop places immediately. Your immediate steps are almost caught off guard as your consciousness takes form over your person. You are feeling incredibly injured, and you are about 30 feet from the top. 
at this point, you hear the sound of... Because he used a fourth level, third, two third levels. No, two fourth levels. He used his fifth, a fourth, and a third. He used two. He used two fourths for a fourth level fireball. Just the one. Fourth level fireball and a fourth level counterspell. Oh yes, you're right. Yep. Disregard. Um. Okay. Then what you hear coming from upstairs is this massive explosion rings out, hitting Eris and Schley as they can't hit Barst because Barst is too close to the big bandit captain. Uh, Eris fails. Schley passes. So... 8d6. hear this massive explosion from upstairs and uh the sound of Eris like crying out in pain and both her and Chalet are drastically injured as far as you can tell Jesus Christ what the fuck did you run Anna Jesus um as that point that leaves up to Barst Order, yes. Barst saves again. And then it would be Chalet, correct? The bandit captain. But the bandit captain hit us before we went. He knocked us unconscious. And then, oh, and then Chalet. Yep. Yep. Okay. Bandit captain is going to give chase. So he runs down towards you. Making it just up beside you, and we'll make three melee attacks. Two with his scimitar and one with his dagger. First one is a 11. 11. Very good, very good. Misses. <laughs> Second is a 15. 15 will hit. I'm going to use okay. Unsettling Visage, though. Impose this advantage on that attack. Didn't you use that already? And we have two uses of it. I don't think so. Then, no. I guess if we're, getting, if we're gonna go fucking down again, let's do it. I'm ready. Well, you have 12 hit points, just to inform you. Um, I will pause just to double check. Because I'm pretty sure Unsettling Vistage... It's either Unsettling Vistage recharges on a long rest, or it's a short rest. And we would have definitely had a short rest. So, let me double check. Um, what are we called again? Changeling. Changeling, thank you. That's the fucking... That's D&D Beyond. Which will not inform me of anything. Short rest. So you have, unsett you have unsettling visage. Dis disadvantage. That was a natural 20. So. <laughs> Whatever. I'm uh, ready. D6. It's not that bad. You take... Four points of slashing damage at minimum damage. Oh, my back. 
and then dagger, that is a natural one. So. <laughs> so in a blinding like fit, you just hear, and from across the corner, a first scimitar comes up, catches part of the um, balcony or like the part of the wall and just tears into it. The second one though, it cuts right across your side as he brings down the dagger towards you. It's like almost straight towards your head. You duck out of the way and bring up your shield and just slams into the ground, completely whiffing. His dagger is stuck in the ground. This 8 HP though, making me happy. Um, it's a sturdy now it would be. Now it would be. Chalet and then Eris, right? Yep. Okay. Chalet using as part of the war domain gives her multi attack, right? War domain is in um, Xanathos Guide, right? Uh, I believe it's in the player's handbook. Is it? I think I'll look right now. Life, light, tempest, trickery, war. You are correct. Okay. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So what she does is she will run up and well not that you can tell but um, she clerics don't get uh clerics don't mm. yeah clerics don't get uh healing word do they oh i'd have to look i'm pretty sure they don't otherwise i would have it She's going to cast Healing Word on good old Barst. Good old second level spell. So 2d4 plus her wisdom. Did you give her a plus four, by the way, for wisdom? Yes. Okay, that's what I figured. Uh, so nine good old points of healing for Barst. Um, and then with an action, she goes to swing at the mage. That is a. What weapon is she holding again? Uh, Leg a of a table. Chair. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. So she's not proficient with it. Um, what is the DC for a mage without mage armor? Twelve. Twelve. So that will hit with a natural fourteen. So let's go with a solid D four here. That is a good old four points of damage. Strong, strong hit. Nice. Alright. Eris is going to cast, attempt to cast just a second level hold person on no, what she's going to do is she's going to run down the stairs making it about ten feet behind the bandit captain. Seeing you, she's now going to cast a second level hold person on the bandit captain. He has to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, these are not very good for him. 
No, not with a seven. So you see the bandit captain after he like stabs his dagger into the ground, you see Eris run down the stairs, hold out a palm, and suddenly like from the dagger, these like coarsed chains begin to wrap around him. He holds them in place as he's just I'm going to rip you to shreds. That's cute. Um after Eris, it's your turn, yeah? Yes. Because he's restrained, I have automatic crit, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, okay, I was gonna stab him in the neck. Yeah, he's incapacitated. Don't even have to roll to hit. That is just... Well, you still have to roll to hit, but it's an automatic crit, but you're gonna hit him. So. Well, will a 22 hit? Yes. <laughs> you would technically have had advantage, so... What a crit hit. <laughs> yes, a double crit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good. So roll your sneak attack damage as well as your normal damage as well as... 2d6 at my level? Yes, 2d6 plus, plus a d4 for the 2d4 because of a crit. Yes, 2d4 for that. So 4d6, 2d4 plus, plus two. 4 because it's a plus 2 dagger. Yes. Shit, I just threw a dice at myself. Well, that's max dagger damage. Mm -hmm. mm, 6, 10, 11, 19, 23 points of piercing damage. Okay, so you stab into his neck and he just... <laughs> as blood is trickling out of his mouth. He doesn't seem to... He's definitely hurt, you can tell, because you, you stabbed him in the neck. But he's still standing with quite a lot of vigor. Okay. Uh, he's still restrained, right? Being mm -hmm. hit doesn't break that. Okay. Well, I'm just going to yep. run back up the stairs and bonus action uh, towards the mage. Okay. You can easily get within five feet of the mage by dashing with a bonus action. Nice. Hello, it's me. This is perfect. It's his turn, yeah? Yes. Okay, let me just look at whole person just to make sure this person doesn't get an extra save. Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah, they are paralyzed for the duration, and the paralysis is what gives you the automatic crit chance. Because it's not being incapacitated, it's being paralyzed. Yes. Or it's being unconscious and paralyzed, I think. Regardless. Um, so what the mage is going to do is he's going to use his last fourth level spell. Okay. Lovely. Mm -hmm. To cast. I need to see what this is because I don't know if this is a spell that he would actually use or not. <laughs> He's not necessarily going to be able to hit everyone with a fireball if he's not going to hit himself. Because the only one that he would hit would be Barst if he's not going to hit himself. Um, where the hell is I? Why am I, why am I missing I in this book? Oh my god. Mage. There it is. No, I was looking for Ice Storm. I couldn't fucking find it. Alright, here we go. Ice. 
Oh, that's gonna do the same exact thing. I thought it was a cone in front of him. Alright, he's gonna cast his fourth level uh, Greater Invisibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you see, as you have, you and Shalay are basically directly opposing sides to him. And he clasps his hands together, rubs them with very mage jazz hands, and just starts to go invisible from the waist up. Okay. Then it is Barst's turn. Barst is... What is he again? Uh... Fighter. Fighter? Yep. Then he's going to use his bonus action for Second Wind which is a d10 plus his uh, con mod, right? I believe so, yes. Now, what's his con mod? Do you have an idea? Uh, plus two. Yeah, that would make sense. He gets a solid four healing back. Nice. You rolled so well. I rolled a two. I rolled a, <laughs> I rolled a two. Let me just double check and see if he doesn't get an extra dice from a certain level of, extra, of second wind. Oh, it's plus his fighter level. Oh. So, well, level 9 fighter level? I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so 11 back. Even better. That's much better. And then he is going to dad, basically charge. Standing up, he has to, at this point... Um, oh, also... Um, you. So you would feel... I forgot, to, I forgot that the other guy could still move. You could feel that the presence in front of you was leaving. So you could make an attack of opportunity. You'll be at disadvantage. We'll give it a shot. Here we Actually, go. will do the same thing. Also at disadvantage. <sighs> Shalay horribly misses with a natural two. That's 19 to hit. 19 will hit. D4. It's not a sneak attack. Plus so yeah, four. D4 plus four. Five. Five points of damage as you stab forwards and just luck stab into the waist. And you can see a little bit of blood trickle onto your blade, but you don't see the figure. And at that point, you don't know where they went. Bar standing up, his eyes basically filled with hatred and anger, looks around. <sighs> Here's the sounds coming from downstairs and just charges down the stairs, not making it very far, but he dashes. Um, it would then be Barbarian's turn. The bandit captain. Yeah, at the end of his turn, he's going to make a save against the whole person. A natural 20. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all he can do. So now it would be Chalet's turn. Chalet, being this cleric, uh, not being able to see him, not having anything in her repertoire to assist in finding him, is going to place a hand onto you and cast a third level Cure Wounds. Oh, thanks. Three, nine, uh, 13 plus four, 17 points of healing. Damn! Damn! Well, we aren't in immediate death range now. No. <clears throat> Um, then it is Eris's turn. Eris, being somewhat adept in, in pre preparation for such 
arts, especially being from the, uh, um, oh my god, my brain. Uh, where is this spell? Is it a first level spell? No. Do wizards not learn this? Really? Yeah, they don't learn fairy fire? Uh, no. Oh. Well then, never mind. I ain't gonna do shit. Hmm. Weird. I thought she would have. Okay. Um, then what she's going to do is... Seeing that the bandit chief has broken free, she's gonna start stepping behind... Um... Yeah, stepping behind Barst, she will cast Shatter on. Uh, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll random percentage percentile dice just to see if uh, this kind of rushes to her. Uh, that, uh, yeah. So she casts Shatter on. Um, the Battle Chief at second level. And that is oh my god, so much so many NPCs, you're not kidding. Yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> S S S S S S So many spellcasters, so many spells that I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> I know that Shatter I think is like 10 foot radius, but I don't remember the damage at that second level. I think it's 3d8. 3d thunder damage on a failed save. Yeah, but I can't remember the save. Constitution. Pop save. Oh, well. This dude. Really? This dude's one of, one of this guy's saving throws isn't constitution? No. Weird. Well, that's gonna fail with another natural 7. Great. So he takes 3d8 thunder damage. 8. 13. Uh, 19 points of damage as she flares this burst of energy out and you hear from downstairs <laughs> as the entire churning of the shatter has destroyed portions of the stairs and shot them into different portions leaving a massive hole in where the stairs should be creating this issue of essential either falling about 20 feet to the bottom or jumping to the next floor. At that point, uh, her face drops. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. As the bandit chief then just falls the 20 feet, just and taking 36 damage, taking maximum falling damage with a splat, he is dead. <laughs> Wow. Gets skewered in some of the shrapnel from the Shatter spell. Eris, that was impressive. Um, now it'd be you. Okay. Hmm. The hmm. individual that you stabbed seems to have vanished. I am pretty sure greater invisibility is not concentration or anything. No, it is concentration. Oh, is that mo? Check quick. Save. Mm. 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 Save a natural 15. I have a single chance 
Hmm. Now, dispel magic. Mm-hmm. It can end a magical effect within range. I cannot see it because it's invisibility. But would I be able to dispel? Because uh, isn't it like a 15 foot cube? Uh, any creature, object, or magical effect within 120 foot range. Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell there? Um. You can try. Okay, so, I don't like so that. <laughs> go ahead and roll. Well, okay, so you start to cast it, and right. as you're casting it, you hear this and all the magical energy that's in it just dissipate. Okay, good. Okay, bye. Have fun. Uh, the door's over there. Uh, make sure you pay a tip. Uh, goodbye. Was that our last third level spell? Yep. <laughs> Uh, Anna will bestow upon you the no- if if you would like the knowledge of the fourth level spells that she has at her disposal and the spell slot. Uh, well, uh, it's not going to be much help. I'm going to lose track of him right away. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So yep. what else do you do? That, Is that it? That's it. <laughs> I can't do anything else. <laughs> Bad enough. Right. Then it is the mage's turn. Mage going down steps and spotting Barst and Paris. Can't go down the stairs. So we'll instead do this. Okay. Okay. So now it is Barst's turn. Barst now successfully finishing that. Will turn around and run back up the stairs. Roll percentage check. Or uh, roll stealth for the mage. That wasn't good with advantage because of invisibility. Wow, what are the different odds of that? A natural one to a natural 20. Uh, perception on Barst. Okay. What's Barst's perception score? Uh, I don't know. Would, would his wisdom be more than plus two? Probably. His intelligence is pretty shit. He's not the smartest dude. He would probably be perceptive because, you know, he's been by himself for so long. Yeah, I'd say he'd probably have uh, proficiency with it. Okay. Well, um, the mage, uh, you, you you can tell as Barsh just screams out, He's down here! And um, starts cracking his blade against him as he also rolled a natural 20 on perception. Wow, I'm impressed. Burst, you are a beast. <laughs> so, making two attacks, one with his main and then his... Uh, oh, wait, he can make like three attacks, can't he? Because he's a level 9 fighter? Because hmm. he can make two attacks primarily, right? Yes. Okay, then he's going to make He's going to use an action surge to attack four times. Uh, bolt all of them with disadvantage because of the great invisibility. That one misses. First. Second. Um, 
His modifier is what for us? Would it be like plus seven or plus eight? Probably plus eight. Plus eight, yeah. Yeah. Well, or that sword, one will hit. I, is it sword magic? Uh, I thought it was a plus two from before. Because didn't it have like that white glow to it? Yes. Yeah, so I think it was a plus two. Okay, so... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. that's the second one's going to hit. Third attack. I should actually probably roll damage separately. This the this third attack is definitely going to hit with two natural 14s. But um, I need to roll... And this is just a longsword, right? Uh, greatsword. Greatsword? Oh, I was rolling greatsword damage. Okay, greatsword. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize, so... Because who... Uh, nine plus two plus his strength, which is plus three, right? Yep. So then that is fourteen points of damage on the first strike against him. It's Constitution saving throw. Okay. Okay. All right. So you hear upstairs because he went down the stairs mm -hmm. so you can't see you hear the disgusting sound of great sword meets flesh oh. and you hear it three times oh and then there is silence oh no <laughs> mm -hmm. at that point Eris and um, Barst. Also, by the way, um, the other, the three individuals, all four of the individuals from Loudwater would have just ran further down the stairs behind me. Yeah, they were gone. They were gone. They were just gone from the fight. Um, because that would have happened during Anna's session, but at that point, Eris and Barst both, uh, approached from down the stairs, and Barst is covered in blood. Mm -hmm. He's breathing pretty heavily. He's gone. He's not making it back anymore. Uh, uh huh. Is he. Did you. Oh, he's dead. Okay, good. Got him once and couldn't help but lose his focus. Nice. So, at this point, you are out of combat. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> so, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, first, I check to make sure everybody's okay. What? Huh? What'd you say? First, I make sure everybody is okay. Make sure they're um, not dying or anything. Everyone is fucked. Great. Barst is barely standing. Chalet is drastically burned. Um, oh, no, sorry. Eris is drastically burned. Chalet is doing semi-okay. She's got a few cuts and bruises as well as a little bit of a singe. She's doing all right in comparison. We, uh, we need to get out of here. Damn right. 
don't know what that was about, but um, I think we found the Magi. Yep. If we're looking more into that, I'm not feeling confident about this fight, this job anymore. God, no. I don't know if we can do anything against these people. Yeah. So, what are you doing? Uh, I take off down the stairs and is the is the mage mostly intact? Um, the mage is intact. Um, it seems that his waist was cut deep, not in half, but deep to the point of where um, some entrails are falling out. Um, he has a very deep cut along his um, uh, sternum as well, as if it was brought upwards, and then as well as that there's a big deep cut straight into the top of his skull. Okay, I put him in the bag. Anna, we're dealing with this guy later. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, in the bag of your mind you hear Hannah say, Perfect. This is exactly what we need. Uh, oh, one sec. All right. So, I missed what you were doing there. Sorry, we had a little bit of a blip. What were I you doing? I don't remember what I was doing. I picked you... up the body. The body is in the bag. Yes, the body is in the bag. Uh, Anna said that is exactly what we need. We have a plan now. And you, at this point, are in between the portions of the second upper floor, the one that had the nice people in it before that were not slit throats yet. Because there is broken staircase from about a 15 foot gap drop now. If you fall, you're going to fall about 20 feet. Yeah, no. And if you look down, you can see a the uh, bandit captain looking individual uh, is impaled on several different bits of broken pieces of the stair. Fuck. Any of y'all have any idea how to get out of here? I mean, I do. Uh, Eris looks forwards, and then with a few fingers of her hand, she misty steps onto the floor. Okay, I'm gonna go good. grab some help and see if see if um, anybody from Loudwater can help. Okay. I'll, so uh... she starts running down the stairs. Yeah, in the back, okay. down the spiral staircase. You can actually see her as she's consistently going down the spiral. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh, who who looks the most hurt out of our little, little ragtag team? You. Okay, good. In that case, uh, how, I will... How much health do you have? 12? Uh, 25. Oh, right, because Shalai healed you. Um, then you're all pretty much average. Okay. We're all just significantly hurt, but other than that, yeah. we're not too you, bad. You all are around the 20 hit point range. Okay. 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 Well, I guess there's... There's nothing else we can really do other than, uh, wait... Unless you want to jump down and break your legs. No, yeah, there's nothing else that we can really do unless we want to wait. Don't you have that uh, thing that I gave you, though? I can see it on you. Do you have that cloak? I can only take one of us down. Mm. Yeah, it's best to stay, stay safe here. Well, I leave that choice up to you, but... Uh, yeah, let's just stay here. 
few minutes probably pass. Probably less suspicious. <laughs> uh, a few minutes pass, and plenty of um, guards seem to emerge. They look down at the man, then they look up to see you all trapped there. Eris is also accompanying them, shouting about help, and uh, amongst those guards is also um, Rask. Seems oh, yes. that he had come back. And Good. eventually they, they get enough of an assembly to where they can construct enough of a makeshift bridge to save you guys to get it safely across. Beautiful. I, uh, I help everybody else down first, and then I come down the, the ladder bridge thing. Yeah. Basically, they just got like a massive plank and then started laying that over to cover the 15-foot gap. Nice. So, you make it across. Um, in total, that would have taken at least about 10 to 15 minutes. Hello? Hello, did you hear me? Uh, no. I said, in total, that would have taken about 15 minutes. Okay. So. <clears throat> the, um, the gnomish captain. Dorvish. Not gnomish, Dorvish. Yep. Not gnomish, Dorvish. I caught myself at, like, just, just, at, like, the end of it. I was like, wait, what? No, not gnomish. <laughs> I always default to gnome for short people. I don't get it. Wow, that is... I know, racist. I know, I know, I don't get it. Happens all the time in the other campaign, too. I mean to use dwarves and halflings more, but every time I, like, think of, like, shorter individuals, I go straight to gnome. I don't get it. They're so much shorter than everybody else, though. I know! <laughs> I don't get it. Beside the point. <clears throat> um, he looks to you. What happened here? Well, uh, I regale him with a, uh, a complete tale uh, filled with acting and and drama performed all by myself, of course. I use Barst for a stand-in. Um, you can see he is... The moment you start to do the theatrics about this, his face grows grim. I don't need you playing motherfucking games. People are dead on my hats! I just stop mid-pose and look at him, dead-faced. Yeah, we What's were attacked. Happened? Uh, some spellcaster and a whole bunch of people with weapons came in, killed everybody, tried to kill us, we killed all them. They're all upstairs. Have fun. And I leave. Okay. <laughs> Upset that you were unable to do your theatrics? Uh, you start heading, you push past him. Uh, he rushes upstairs. Some of the guards follow suit of him. One of them stops and sees the slit men or the slit throats of all of the other individuals and kind of throws up a little bit in his mouth. Um, make it all the way downstairs. Eris, Rask, and a few other guards are there. <sighs> I found them. They were just outside. Rask puts pitches in. I was able to get the others safely into our tent again. Good. Um, They're waiting there at this point, but uh, it seems that everything else here was handled. He looks over at the at the one individual who's just impaled on other bits and pieces of the stairs. Some of the guards go over and they're trying to like lift him out to preserve as much like evidence as they possibly can apart from <laughs> the like the scene. 
So they're trying to like take out the impaled bits and pieces of them. Yeah, I think it's a good idea if we get going. Uh, some of the guards pitch in. Oh, no, no, no. You guys are staying here, right here. We don't know what's happened here. We don't know the story. Apart from what your friend said, we don't know anything about you. You just happened to show up. And now all these people, all these fine folk in the city, are dead. Mm-hmm. And you blame us because we're new. That isn't very uh, becoming of your illustrious city. We're not blaming you, but we can't just immediately revoke any possibility. Mm-hmm. Just sit tight. Rask here. you leave. Do you want us to stay here? Right here? Only here? Yes. Are you doing different poses as you're saying it in this way? Yes, of course. <laughs> he rolls his eyes. Yes, there, not anywhere else. Not over there, right here. I as he also tries to... He tries to mimic your positions as you have been doing them, and he does As he does his last form, I attempt to uh, fix it for him slightly. Put his arms in the right position. Bend the knee slightly. Good. Fine, we'll stay right here. And I sit down in my invisible chair. Eris uh, takes a chair of one of the tables that was not being used, and... um... Shoei opts to lean against the wall. Barst himself is also leaning against the wall as he feels comfortable. Nice. After a few moments, the uh, dwarven captain comes down the stairs. Looks like everyone that's upstairs seems to be rather cooked. Is that a joke? Well, I mean these were the individuals that attacked you and slayed all these people. Why well, feel remorse? Okay. I, I honestly don't care. Well, after looking over them, we found a lot of blood on their daggers. Some of them had blood covering their faces. Give it a little bit of some more time. You'll be... You'll be out of suspicious activity. Great. Sorry about it. It's, uh. isn't a very good look on you. No offense. Just new faces, new actions. This is the first thing that this has happened. First time. Well, if I think these people are who I think they are. Oh, uh, you might see a whole lot more of this, so I might get ready. His face kind of just, like, scrunches in a way of uh, disgust. Boy! Make sure you put everyone into their proper positions of remorse. We're going to be sending them to their families shortly. And some of the younger uh, guards kind of pitch in, uh, yes, sir. And they go about the very morbid action of putting all the bodies in a prison, in a presentatious type of manner, a place of nobility. 
Um, is there anything that you would like to do? After a few more minutes, they would have exonerated you of any kind of suspicion, and you would be free and clear to leave. Yeah, let me just fuck off. There's no point in staying. Okay. Yeah, the rest of you head out. You can um, anywhere that you're going. Uh, At this point, it is turning to night. So back to the tent to make sure everybody is okay. Making your way back to the tent. Um, Divinine is there, terrified. She's been shaking ever since. Um, her older sister, Herda, is there. Uh, N has taken what you can see is the chisel and has made it into what could be assumed to be like a emergency dagger. He has sliced a little bit of the corners off to make it more of a point, though it is very crude and obviously not something that would be very efficient. Wonderful. What the fuck was that? Well, I do believe that those were the Magi. Or at least ah. the uh, the wizard was. Rask kind of looks down. It was, the, it was part of the reason why we were brought there to begin with. And just kind of like leans back. Ah. <sighs> This is the right way to leave, isn't it? I suppose the next question is, are they after you, Rask, or are they after us? Or are they after these people? There are th- I guess there is four different potentials. I have a few ideas that might be disconcerting, so why don't we discuss outside. The rest of you, prep up. You'll be heading home soon. You'll find new live at Waterdeep as he steps out of the tent. Okay. I step out follow. Okay. Um, Barst follows you. Chalet and Eris stay inside to comfort the remaining individuals. Okay. Healing and doing whatever comfort they can. Rask kind of, like, clenches his fists and turns. Your assumptions are right. They're either after me, after you, or after, well, them. The fourth option is they're after the city. That could be the Y Attacker restaurant. Could be. I don't know why they would do such a thing. Do you know of any reason why they would be after you? Uh, well, we were sent to investigate them, as you were. Right, but that was a mission that was supposed to be very well-kept. I don't know. These people seem to be a step ahead of us at every turn. Hmm. I wonder if they're just trying to suppress the knowledge of what happened to Loudwater. Could be. If they did that, then they'd have to wipe out this entire city at this point. At that point, yeah. I don't know. I get a sneaking suspicion that this place might be next. So what do you want to do? You have to get these people out of here. They... Oh, I will. They do not deserve to die. No, they don't. Then I'm going to accompany them. Make sure that they make it back home safe. Well, to their new home. But I want to know what you're going to do. I... I don't know. We have 
Uh, I lean in close and whisper in his ear, We have the mage in the bag. What are you going to do with that? Ask him a couple questions. See what, what he knows. up. Alright. Alright. I'm not going to question it. But, if that's your plan, then that's your plan. I'll leave it to you to decide... What is important, whether you leave or stay, that's up to you. I will inform those that are behind the door that knocks three times what happened here once I make it back. Good. So? Tell them to prepare. They might already be on the watch. Mm -hmm. Hell, they might already be dead by the time you get there. I don't know. Well, I'll take a month just for us to get back. Then whatever they send, rally forces, do what they have. It'll still take a lot of time to make it back. Tell them not to send anybody else here. Not right away, okay. anyway. That would draw way too much suspicion. Well, they're already one step ahead of us. What's stopping us from not sending any more? Playing into their trap and getting more good people killed. Make a, make a persuasion check with advantage. And add five to it. Oh my. Well, those are both okay. 16? 16 is definitely enough. You can see that with his clenched fist, it's been getting tighter and tighter until like the whites of his knuckles are basically cutting off circulation to the rest of his fingers. They're getting like slightly red and purple. They let's go, and his hand just kind of like gets that vibration feeling. Mm -hmm. You seem to know what you're doing. Sorry if I was being pat patronizing. Just didn't know what your experience was with type of behavior like this. You seem to know what you're doing. Got a good head on your shoulder. I'll leave it as is. Hey, won't as far as I'm concerned, we're good. You have been very helpful. You you saved these people, and I gesture to the tent. You saved them from dying at the hands of those bastards. His eyes kind of welt up. I've been proud to count you. you as a friend. Well, if you're ever back in Waterdeep, you'll be able to find us. I'm going to make sure that everything that happened here doesn't go silent. I'll spare around a damn fucking plane if I have to. If that's what they're after, then they're going to have to silence the entire world, and that's not going to happen. Hmm. Like you're thinking. We'll see what we can dig up here. If we uh, find something important, we will be heading back to Waterdeep quickly. Okay. If I don't see you again, it's been fun. But, uh, yeah. Take care of yourself. Take care of these people. Will do. It's been fun for the few hours that I've known you. Yeah. But, um... Feels like a lifetime. <laughs> I cry. <laughs> Alright, so he goes back inside the tent. There's, um... Some... Uh... Some cheering up, a little bit of some, uh... 
recollection and they kind of band together and they leave before the morning. They are preparing to leave in the middle of the night so that way they can get a head start and then sleep a nice rest far enough from the city that they feel safe. Nice. Good. So what are you doing at this point? Uh, are they leaving the tent? <laughs> yes, they, they left the tent. Uh, Bars, Chalet, Eris, should we look for an actual building to stay in or should we just sleep in the tent? slept in tents plenty of times well, at this point the, I don't want to deal with other people with the imminent at... threat of you know death looming above us do we want to have four walls around us or do we want to just have this tent hmm. that depends do you want to put others at risk if they're after us oh, you have a fair point I guess here is as good as any place we'll keep two people on watch at both times just to be safe let's do it Right. Camp out with my buddies. In this moldy ass tent next to the pig barn. Beautiful. So are you going on watch the first, second, or third? I will take watch first. Okay. So you and Chalet. No, you and Eris would take uh, first watch. Okay. So waking up. Well, not waking up, but staying awake as everyone else goes, lays down. There's a few bed rolls inside that seem to have been um, used by uh, the four individuals before. And um, they bought more supplies and everything with what they had left. <clears throat> From there, um, make a perception check. Oh boy. That, that dwarven couple's coming back. I can feel it in my bones. Stab you tonight. Uh, total of twenty. Total of twenty. Oh my fuck! There's nothing. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> Maybe they all rolled above twenty. I can't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> You keep a close eye out. Very close eye out. Uh, I will roll for Eris as well. Okay, she rolled okay. Both of you keep clear, clear eye out. A few hours pass. About two. And then a third hour passes. Nothing. Eris lets out a massive yawn. Alright, I think it's time for us to get some sleep. I agree. Right, in the middle of the night. Nothing happens. Three hours pass. Then Eris gets woken up. And finally, the sun rises, light beaming through the tent ever so slightly, and it rouses you awake. You have received your full rest. <sighs> Nothing happened. Good. Good. We are at our full hit points and spell slots, for fuck's sake. Oh, yes. Thank, thank God. Holy shit. 
was the closest we've been to death. Yes. That uh, was closer that we've been to death than actual hell. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> 44 first level spell slots? But 44 first level spell slots. What about 444? Oh. Huh? <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Kill you? I would like 4,444 first level spell <laughs> slots, please. Look, even then, that's not that useful. No. <laughs> Get to use some first level inflict wins. Anyways. Um, after waking up... Uh, important question. Would you have changed into your mithril armor before going to sleep? Into the armor? Yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Out of these shredded fancy clothes. Yeah, they're definitely tattered and damaged. Um, with a bit of mending, they'll be fine. As Hell yeah, um, mending. Yeah, everyone's mending would be fine as uh, Anna has the mending spell. So. As do I. <laughs> then, yeah, basically everyone's clothing is fine. Just over the course of the night, everyone's mended clothes or put back together. So in our inventory, we're going to put lavish luxury clothes. Very good, yes. Lavish black dress. Dress suit. Beautiful. I'm just going to do lavish dress suit. There, okay. <clears throat> so, after waking up, everyone seems to be a little bit discouraged as of what happened last night. It seems looking up towards that building, you can tell that um, there's a lot more traffic there. Um, people are crying, people are upset, and there seems to have been a memorial set into place with plenty of different kinds of beautiful bouquets of flowers and cloth. What do you do? Uh, well, I creep over to the pig barn. Peek okay. inside. Is it empty? Other than the pigs? Um, make a perception check. There's some kind of squatter in here. Is it the dwarven couple? Uh, 22. Looking in, looking for anything else out of the ordinary, you see the pigs? See a little bit of tuft of hay that sits in the corner, and then one of the pigs just kind of rolls in it, and it looks like it was just a pile of mud that one has been saving. And, uh, yeah, no, there's nothing in here. Okay, good. I go inside. Is there, like, a second-floor loft area thing? Um, yeah, there's, it's it's not like a... Oh, it's like an open kind of area. Picture um, the shitty houses in Chapter 3. Two no chapter three two of Resident Evil Five. <laughs> those upper decker areas in okay, those very in good. those rooms. Yes, the ones where you kick down the the fucking. I'll do it again. <laughs> All right, Nasty. I go up there and shoot out the fucking dead mage on the floor. Okay, yeah, you just. Anna, I require your uh, ability to talk with dead things. You fucking weirdo okay sends it your way so now you can cast the third level spells her list which include speak with the dead nice beautiful 
Okay. Just to inform you, you have Spirit Guardian, Speak with the Dead, Remove Curse, Non-Detection, Meld with the Stone, Lord. and Dispel Magic. Yes, I have six prepared spells for third level. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, do I poke it? I poke it. Okay, you poke it. Speak and, with that. Uh, yeah, that animated energy just kind of courses through him and... You have five questions. Well, well. <laughs> Internally in my head, I'm like, I was going to ask it if it remembers us. That's a waste. <laughs> okay, first question. Who do you work for? Ourselves. Edgy, I like it. What are you doing here in this city? Our work. What is your work? Unveiling the truth. Unveiling the what? I didn't hear the... The truth. The truth. Gonna make an insight check on this dead guy. <laughs> make an insight check. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, good. Yes. Fifteen. You can tell that he believes his words, but it is very clearly evident that he is misconstruing the the actual meaning of those words. I see. Good. He is a zealot. Very good. Okay. Did you and your team, or whatever the fuck you are, destroy Loudwater? No. No. Where can I find your team in the city? There's a very long pause. The sound is very quiet. And then you hear a snort from one of the pigs just... edgy answer. God. Okay. And then that is your fifth question in the magic phase. Yep. You could you could cast it again. <laughs> hmm. Theoretically you could cast it two more times. Do I have anything else to glean from him though? That's the question. Sure, I'll cast it again. Why not? I poke him in the other okay. eye. <laughs> poke him in the other eye. Which, uh, it kind of, since it's been dead for at least more than eight hours, it's kind of like poking at a slightly overcooked boiled egg. That's nice. Nice and rubbery. 
Yeah. <laughs> so once again, after it kind of slumped over from the animated energy just fading, it goes... <gasps> Yeah, yeah, you're not getting rid of me that easily. Calm down. Who do you work for? Ourselves. That was a foolish question. I slapped myself. <laughs> you asked the question already. Yes. Oh yes, I know. I am well aware. <laughs> He's an idiot, in case you forgot. He has bad memory. <laughs> Still have four questions. Do you know who we are? Are you hunting us? There's the silence once more as he then lets out a whisper. <laughs> I knew that's it was he, coming. That's what he whispers? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. She just like leans in. No. Um just before you get that feeling you hear those that hide the truth must be extinguished try to maintain control yes okay 12 not 20 okay you got another 5 minutes That was your third question? Yeah. But uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I myself have no more questions, but I have one <laughs> that might lead into another one that might uh, make him unhappy. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> okay. Dead, dead dude. What is a question that you do not want me to ask you? Any question I will answer, for I do not lie. <laughs> do you think I'm an idiot? Don't answer that. <laughs> I slap him. <laughs> what is your final question? Do you think the pigs are going to be happy when they eat your corpse? <laughs> you just hear a snore from downstairs. As he's giving me the shitty answer, I throw his body downstairs <laughs> in the pit. You just hear him saying, So be it. <sighs> yeah. 
Yes, and then he just collides into the ground. So the pigs just snort, smelling him a few times, and then they go to rub into the dirt, eating some of the hay. You feel like in given time they might eat the body if uh, there's nothing else. Pigs are fucking omnivores. monsters. They eat their own kids. <laughs> yeah, pigs. Pigs are omnivores, but they're not always eating. Uh, these ones might dire pigs. <laughs> dire pigs. All right, I go back outside. You get the impression. You get the impression that this dude's body is definitely going to be eaten at some point. You Good. don't know when. You also might not want to be witness to it. Good. That's it's the anticipation <laughs> that's going to kill him. Again. <laughs> Again. I leave. Okay. Stepping back outside. Um. Chalet and Eris are looking around. Oh, there you are. Hi. Bars is there, kind of giving you a glance. So what's our next step? Uh, well, I talked with our good friend, the the, the mage dude. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very he good. Uh, he said that they're going to come find us, because apparently they don't like people who try to hide from the truth, or some such. Hmm. I don't know. He sounded fucking insane. You have to be. Whatever happened in that city definitely isn't sane. No. Well, if they're going to find us, then should we leave or should we prepare? We saw how what they did inside of the inn, or not the inn, the restaurant. If we if we leave the city, they could attack us with everybody and we'd have no chance if we stay in the city we put others at risk but they cannot just come at us with full force I hope I don't know this sounds like hell again from what I heard well Ares kind of pitches in I mean we could do both we go in a little bit deeper towards the mountains and they're not going to pass through the city to get to us. But at the same time, if we stay a bit further away from the city, then we don't put others at risk. Do we go hide out in the mountains and wait for these bitches to come find us? I mean, there's caves, I'm sure. I've heard stories about them. Yeah. Well, what are we... How are we going to learn anything in a cave. That's my only issue. Mm, that's true. It was just an idea. Sorry. No, I know. No, it's fine. It is a good idea if we're trying to stay safe, which we are, but I don't know how we can prepare for anything when they can see our every move in a cave and we don't see anything about theirs. Shall I pitches in? Well, this time they're not gonna fucking get me off guard without my armor. Yeah, that turtle definitely did a whole lot of work, didn't it? No. So, next time that they catch me, they're not gonna get off that easy. The sarcasm just went over her head. I just stare at her. Just dead on. Just, okay. Yeah. A flash of memory comes to your mind. Are you trying to retain consciousness, by the way? Concentration? No, I imagine the shock from the nose would be enough. As you say, that the sar- as you start thinking that the sarcasm goes right over her head, an image of you standing 
next to Chalet, accompanied by what looks to be a dozen or so individuals of similar nature as uh, Chalet, are inside of like what looks to be like a castle room, and that feeling of nostalgia washes over you for but a moment, and then it rushes back, and you find yourself resting inside of that uh, <clears throat> that office room that you have made for yourself. Hmm. As the memory comes back, I just mutter, Chalet, and disappear into the head. <laughs> no one has died. me concerned. No one died. Yeah, of that we know. Oh yeah, the important but, ones. <laughs> yeah, my concern is wondering where the fuck they came from. I don't. As a player, I have no idea how they got up the stairs. As we went down the stairs, and then as we went back up the stairs. The people on the second to top floor had their throats slit. When did that happen? They were in the kitchen when you guys went downstairs. Oh. You missed them. Just barely. Damn it. Had a shitty perception roll. Yep. Well, to be fair, I'm glad that we weren't fighting them by ourselves. <laughs> so. Yeah, you guys would have been totally fucked. There would have been no hope. <laughs> I would have dropped a Dawn in there and just fled. <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> I'm like, fucking I'm out. I get the feeling you did not get my Dark Souls reference. Run it by me again. Praise the sun. No, I got it. I just, I just sighed and moved on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a genuine actual cinematic idea for it, but I felt like that would have been funny to do in a certain time as this felt like Dark Souls all of a sudden. Yes, except you weren't Solaire. No. Unfortunately. No, I wish. <laughs> would have been fucking fine. Yes. Been, like, snapped a finger and they would have gotten 17 magic missiles shoved into them. Yes. Ugh. Well, now wow. we're fighting a shadow war with a shadow organization and they're all full of shadows and invisible people. Nice. Mm -hmm. Great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Look, man, those counter spells are gonna be a pain in the ass. I yep. wish we had something like that. Yep. <laughs> Welp. Fun times. You need spells when you have counter spells, am I right? Yeah, I don't got that shit. <laughs> nope. We can't even get it, can we? We can't learn counter nope. spell. Nope. Great. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, what I feel like I'm going to end up doing is trying to get information on the per on the proficiencies that um, Jester has all the time. So that way I get a performance skill, because right now it's fucking zero. <laughs> I'm guessing yours is like plus eight or plus something. Plus 11. Yeah, I would try to take yours and then pretend that my cantrip is fucking powerful. <laughs> so that way they can waste the counter spell on my cantrip. And I summon fucking, like, spiritual weapon at the fourth level. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I got. That's what I got going for me. 
Otherwise, they're just going to waste it, and I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs with a bonus action that I can't use. Just stab them with the knife. I, th that's an action! Stab them with the knife. It doesn't require me. Never! Never! Just, no! <laughs> I will never use a weapon! <laughs> Anna hasn't had the need to, apart from stabbing Ilanara in the fucking chest. Because yeah. it was cinematic as hell. Yeah, right through. Then you chopped off her wings and shoved it, the whole thing in the bag. I mean, not like you didn't do that beforehand. Technicalities. I don't remember it, so I have plausible deniability. <laughs> well, I mean, you're getting some memories here and there. Yeah, like two out of fucking, like, Billions. 50 hours of play. <laughs> it, it, yeah, way more than 50 hours of playing as well. It was a solid, like, 12 seconds. Yes, the one scene. I had completely forgotten about that. I forgot that she did not remember, did not know what sarcasm was. Yeah, I, I remember a lot of things that Jester has done. So a lot of times when you're going to be doing certain things, saying specific things, I know of a lot of moments that... Um, He's a creature of habit, even if he doesn't remember. Exactly. Just because you don't remember doesn't mean you're not doing normal things like for instance the fucking posing yes <laughs> that has come naturally <laughs> oh but at the same I, time, uh, I also don't want to be like consistently just constantly going you have a memory you have a memory no I, I only specific that. actual good moments i feel are important yes well the best news is he doesn't remember his century of torture so you know no. he's got that going for him yeah but he also doesn't remember who we actually are either nope. <laughs> Nope, doesn't, doesn't remember fuck all, doesn't, doesn't remember, remember his anything. little sister either. Oh, that'll be a moment. All that trauma just disappeared. Washed away. That's the future, memory loss. <laughs> Alright, I am dead tired. It is very, very yeah. fucking late. It is 4.30 in the morning. This has been double time. We'll be back again eventually. Yes, we have a few episodes prepared, so we'll be good for quite a little bit, but hopefully it'll be enough to get us through the holidays because that's what we've been kind of trying to get pre-recorded and such because it we're probably not going to obviously record no during the holidays. Busy, busy, so. busy. Yeah, super mondo busy. Oh, so. but yes, thank you very much for listening. Uh, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.